Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 113, Final Destination 2. This podcast is like a boomerang. It keeps coming back. Over and over and over. We won't go away. No, not never. We're here forever. In your house. Come to your car. In your house, in your car. You can't escape us. We're everywhere. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Chaos. I'm Carnage. And uh, we are the most amazing podcast (laughs) that you've ever listened to right now. (laughs) This moment. This moment. This moment. Um, we, we are They Mostly Podcast at Night. We are a horror movie review podcast um, where each week me and my best friend of 20 years take turns picking different horror movies from the broad genre and anything spooky, really. Um, and we dissect them. We talk trivia we go through and give out arbitrary awards we have a lot of fun with it or at least we try to sometimes we argue we're going to argue this episode spoilers ahead and also explicit language will be forthcoming that is my prediction anyway I do have to say, um, before you listen to this, this episode, if you haven't listened to the original Final Destination episode, go listen to that first, because that's what you're going to be in for this time around. So, yeah. But don't get too scared, because I didn't actually strangle Carnage. Um, I just wanted to. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> so, yes, nice um, you possible. should definitely go check that episode out first, because it's a pip. Well, this week we did um, Final Destination. Also, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, and also go watch this movie if you haven't watched it yet. Oh, yes. It's a good one. Unless you don't care about spoilers, but. Go watch it anyway, even if you care about spoilers. If you even no, don't. Care about spoilers. You really don't need to. I mean, <laughs> like, if you don't care about spoilers, I would say don't watch this movie. <laughs> Shut up. All <laughs> right. <clears throat> this week we did Final Destination 2. It was done in 2003. It was uh, an R rating, an hour and 30 minutes long, and a 6.2 on the IMDb scale. How did the tomatoes look? Oh, so glad you asked. The tomato the tomato meter is a green splotch at 48%. Critic consensus, this sequel is little more than an excuse to stage elaborate gory scenes of characters getting killed off. Audience score, a little bit higher, 58%. Aww. Oh, cast us? Shall we do a cast? Oh, yeah, we'll just let that slide and go into the cast. Oh, yeah, we'll just let it slide right now. Right now, we'll just let it slide. It's best Get for you if later. you let it slide. <laughs> I hate you. I hate everything about you. Yeah, well, you know what? The feeling Ditto. is mutual. <laughs> All right, let's do cast. All right. Get into this bitch. So, Clear Rivers was played by Allie Larder. 
Um, since it's a huge cast, by the way, it's going to be a one-hit wonder. So legally blonde. Okay. Legally blonde. <laughs> Kimberly Corman was played by AJ Cook. We love her in Criminal Minds, of course. Thomas Burke was Michael Landis. He is amazing in Lakeview Terrace. Evan Lewis was David Pactow. Packet Cow. Uh, what? Pate Cow? How do you say his last name? Pate Cow? Pate Cow? Maybe it's a silent A. David Pate Cow? I don't know. But he has done this uh, series called The Murder Show Mysteries. Kind of want to watch it. Oh, cool. I actually was looking at that one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Tim Carpenter was James Kirk. Uh, Known for the X-Men 2 uh, movie. (laughs) And also he was in She's the Man. So, yeah. And probably hating that his name is James Kirk. I wonder if his middle name is like Ted, so it's James T. Kirk. Because there's no fucking way it's Tiberius. I mean, it's just not possible. (laughs) But Ted would be interesting. So Nora Carpenter was played by Linda Boyd. Uh, she's mostly known for Republic of Doyle, but she was also in She's the Man with James Kirk. So little connection. Okay. Cat was Keegan Connor Tracy. I love her in White Noise. She's Interesting. I love her. I noticed that you are like, oh, I'm all out of horror movies to do, but you're throwing horror movies out here that you haven't picked. I'm just saying. I'm not, not out of horror movies. I'm just out of horror movies that I told watch you. With. White noise. You're going to be watching White Noise and White Noise too, because I own both. Oh, God. So suck it. So anyway, Rory was played by Jonathan Cherry. Who we loved in Wolfcalf. He was great. Yes. <laughs> Um, Eugene Dix was Terrence T.C. Carson. And known for Youth 571. Never seen it. I don't know. Isabella Hudson was Justina Machado. Okay, do you recognize her? No. She was in Purge Anarchy. She was Tanya, the one that flipped out and started killing people at her house. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Okay. <laughs> That's no, what she known for Purge Anarchy. I loved her in that. Purge Anarchy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Bloodworth, Mr. Bloodworth, the, the mortician, was played by Tony Todd. Of course, the Candyman. Hello. Because the Candyman game. <laughs> I just, I just can't. Yes, you can and you will. You've made me watch horrible movies. You can and you will. You ready for a five-second summary? I am so ready. Okay. Carnage was mad at chaos and wanted to make her pay, and things went awry. Really? Yeah. That's what you have to say about this movie? Yeah. You, It's a revenge pick? Yes. It is a revenge pick. I don't remember what for now, but it was for something. <laughs> Oh, I like this movie, though, so it's not for me. It doesn't bother me because, I mean, it bothers you, but I I do like this movie. Um, This is one of the, like I said, when we, when we did the first one, or I don't remember. I know we were talking about this one before. It's one of the last Final Destinations that actually has a fucking plot, basically, if I can term it that way. I mean, they actually try. So that's why it's really sad that compared to the other movies, this one is termed to have a plot. Just you wait, wait until we get to the next one. 
you'll see the difference. I've seen three. Oh, have you? It's horrible. You showed me three before I ever saw one. What? Why? Yes, you made me watch three like a long time ago. I don't remember. I don't know why I would, but okay, I'm sorry. You did though, because I've seen it. Well, in that case, I'm sorry because, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know why I would do that because I don't even like three. Maybe that's why. Maybe I was mad at you. No, you weren't mad at me. You told me I had to see the deaths. Oh, maybe that makes sense because it's funny as fuck. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, the deaths are funny. I like three way better because the deaths are funny. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, though. It just gets more hysterical beyond here. I mean, at least they try on this one, but. No, okay. So I do have something to say about that, like, um, that I do like this one better than the first one. Really? Okay, good. Why? Mm hmm. I mean, it's not. It's not that I that this movie's good. <laughs> why do you like, like it better? better than the first one. Do you know why? Can you tell me why you like it better? The plot is less muddy. They finally like picked some rules for this universe that they created, and then like they stuck with it. Like they fleshed it out. Okay. It wasn't just like thrown together in a hat and then they tried to use all of it. Like that was how I felt about the first one's plot. Was like <laughs> you just had a bunch of different you know um sentences from other movie scripts and they threw them into a hat and then they tried to all put them into one plot it was like so ridiculous so i liked that about this one um and then like yeah i like ali larder and aj cook and tony todd i mean they're good actors it's a little bit easier to suspend my disbelief with this movie because it does stick with the rules that it sets out for its universe um, the characters are more likable than in one for like a thousand percent. Agreed. Agreed. So many times over. The deaths are still ridiculous, but they're more entertaining. I agree with that too. <laughs> a little backstory before we get into the plot of this one. I saw this in the movie theater with our old, old co-worker princess um, way back in the day when this first came out in 2003. And at the time, it had me so freaked out that I actually ran a red light. Because <laughs> I was, when we left, I was so thinking Are about it. Are you kidding it. me? Yes, because I'll tell you the death that freaked me out the most in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm skipping ahead. Who gives a shit, though? Because it's a story. Um, is when whatever his name is, I think his name is Timmy or Tim or whatever, gets flattened by the sheet glass. Which I know now. I know I've I've trust me. I've seen this movie. I own it. I've seen all the backstories and everything. It could never happen. I know how they did it. Yeah. Now. But at the time when it's like, you know, it's it's quick. It's fast. You don't. You can't look at it too really closely. It freaks me the fuck out. It just did so much. Like you I really thought that that it. was like a logical death that could happen to a person. Like you really thought that. that I don't know. I was in my early twenties. Shut up. Seriously, Shut up. don't judge. <laughs> I don't know. It just, I, I, it just freaked me out the way they did it. So, oh my god. Yeah, it bothered me. It I'm just, not saying uh, you just yeah, spend your did. disbelief that much. I mean, that was the most unreal. Every deal, every death in this movie was so unrealistic. Like how, uh, how. I don't know. It just it just bothered me. I don't know if I if it's like I was it wasn't like I was scared of that happening to me or anything. It just bothered me. I can't even explain it. So because no, I know it would have logistically it, it physics. Yes, 
<laughs> None of these would happen. Science. None of them. Yeah. Science. Science is our But friend. it's just one of those things, like, it makes you, you're, like, thinking about it. So, yeah, that's my little story with this one. Be glad you weren't with me. You would have made fun of oh. me for... Uh, you be glad I wasn't with you because I would have made fun of you so bad. <laughs> you wouldn't go with us. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> um, All yeah, right. Shall we get into this? Even though I didn't like oh, this what? movie, it didn't make me a fan of the series. I mean, even though, it did I, or it didn't. Even though I liked it more than the first one is what I meant. Oh, well, I, don't, I think that's okay. That's okay. I still didn't care if the characters lived. <laughs> and the mortician thing kills me. He is a man of medicine. This man went to medical school. He is not there to guide you on your mystical journey. What is wrong with the script writers? I just don't understand. Actually, in that town, he doesn't have to go to medical oh, school. No. He went to mystic school. He just school. went to mystic school and they told him that he could be a mortician. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Anyway. Let's talk about should we it. get into it? I'm just glad that Devin Sawa wasn't in it. Right. Time. Me too. I'm very That's my favorite part of the film glad that he wasn't. I don't. I they they couldn't. Um, they they had a dis- dis- dispute over contract, so they killed them off instead, which is great. Mm-hmm. I love that they just killed them off like with a brick falling to his head. They're like, fine, <laughs> you don't want to be in our movie, we'll just kill you, ha ha ha. I love it. What <laughs> do you get such? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just amused by that. I'm amused by it anyway too, that's because I don't like Devin Sawa. <laughs> I know I hate Devin Sawa. Why do we hate him so bad? I don't no, even know why. I dumb face. So I just hate him. <gasps> I hate his dumb face. That's why yeah. you hate him. Well, that he's a terrible <laughs> actor. That's why I hate him. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, this movie, we start off, uh, you get the whole too creepy thing where they're sleeping and talking about the anniversary of flight 180 and the only survivor left blah 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 so uh kimberly's going out on a road trip with her friends uh they're going to florida i think for spring break Mm -hmm. and they're on the highway when all of a sudden this log truck the logs break loose and crash into the cop car and crash into all sorts of other cars causing a big mess where everyone dies basically Let's yeah just... i mean basically these these logs are like rubber they hit the freeway and they go <laughs> bouncing around like they're made of rubber and smashing into vehicles and just ruining lives killing everybody which they're cgi of course because when they tested the real logs they didn't yeah, they found out they'd only bounce an inch and then they'd roll to a stop. And that was all that would happen, really, if those logs got free. And actually, um, I think it was on the, I don't know if it was on the DVD of this, they had the physics thing, where they, they showed that if it actually happened, they wouldn't go backwards at all. They'd go to the right, sides. Yeah. So, I mean, physics, stupid. Physics, physics, science. We're probably going to be saying that a lot during this movie, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, But Kimberly comes to, and we find out it's just a premonition. So she pulls her car forward, dummy, 
blocking the on-ramp and she and a, she and the cop uh, who's behind her gets into this this uh, argument about you got to move your car. She's like, I saw it happen. I saw it. And uh, then they see the truck happen, which can we talk about this for a second? It is very short. The timing, as much as we see in her premonition, the time between when the truck actually lets loose the logs Mm -hmm. and shit goes awry, it's not, it's so short compared to what, how long it took in her premonition. Yeah. It felt like that too. I was like, what? But that didn't take that long. Anyway. And this, this, No, what? I'm get, I'm jumping ahead of myself. I don't want to do that. Let me see. Okay. Well, the truck is, there's a truck behind them that's about to crash into Kimberly and the cop saves her, but it still crashes and kills her friends. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Did you want to say something now or do you want to wait? Waiting. Okay. <laughs> so they all go, everyone that was behind them, supposedly, even though you're missing people, uh, go to the, the, the police office, the, what is that called? Station. Yes. Uh, you, you have the, um, the guy in the motorcycle, Eugene, he's a professor. You've got, uh, Tim and Nora, the mom and the son. You've got, uh, Evan, who was a luckiest son of bitch alive because he just won the lottery. You've got Rory, who's doing Coke while driving with his knees. Yeah. You've got <laughs> cats, um, the businesswoman. I see her as possibly a workaholic, oh, maybe. And, and uh, Kat, the businesswoman, Psych. She was in an episode of Psych. She was, That's yes. always how I think of her. her. The whole time I was watching this movie, because I kind of watched it in parts, every time she was on the screen, I was just thinking about that episode of Psych. <laughs> she had glasses in that episode, didn't yeah. she? Which episode was that? I can see her face. That was, uh, it it was, was like foggy with a chance of murder. Yes! Yes, 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 that's right. Thank yes, you. I know the name of every psych ever. <laughs> and I know exactly which one you're talking about as soon as you say that. Mm-hmm. So do you, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Why isn't our podcast about psych? Wait. I should be. Let's do that next. <laughs> we love that show. Psych and The Office. and uh, yeah. uh, So they talk about it and... Uh, no one believes her. Everyone does their own thing, basically. Yeah, it's just a coincidence. She tries to convince them that she had this vision, and that's why she was being so weird, and they don't believe her, because why would you want to? I mean, for real. Um, oh. I don't know. I just, like... <laughs> it's just weird. It's like, I don't understand why she's having these premonitions. Like maybe it's a little bit earlier to talk about that because they don't talk, they don't really like they talk more about her premonitions later. But mm-hmm. no, um, like really, they're they're like at odds with death, right? Because there's this they talk about death has this grand plan, and um, her visions are helping them go against, or they're trying to go against God, uh, uh, death's plan. Right. Mm-hmm. So what is this? Where are these visions coming from? Are these visions like 
against death are they secretly helping death because it's really hard you know like the stuff doesn't really go the way they want it to when they try to get out of it or i mean like it's just weird that death is this natural force in the universe then it's weirder to give it a grand plan then it's weirder to give it some oppositional force that's giving this girl visions you know what I mean? No, it's deep, and I have it. I have a theory. Okay, I want to hear about your theory then. I have. A I'm really, I'm really curious that there is a grim reaper out there that's pissed at death, and he's trying to fuck up his master plan. So now you're actually giving more than one death, because yes, grim reaper is like the uh, death is like the boss of all the grim reapers because this is not something that was previously established in the series as being canon right grim reapers no that's your no, own theory not at all that's my own this is my own theory it's like a fan fiction theory okay <laughs> someone's pissed off at death so that's why they're trying to fuck with his master plan i blame tony todd personally <laughs> i mean i don't know he seems to know a lot about it. I think he's like an undercover Grim Reaper. He's not like, just, there, you know like, just like helping out. He's not there to just help them, but he's the one who's actually like pulling the puppet strings because that actually sounds more interesting yes. to me. I that's yes. more. I like that. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> um, and that's why he's in every fucking one except for like the fourth one. What? He's not in the fourth one. Uh, is it the fourth or the third? I know his voice is in one of them. Hmm. Hold on, let me look it up. Maybe he's There's not one in the third one because I didn't remember him. Uh, is the third one the one with the the roller coaster? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I said, is the third one the one with the roller coaster? <laughs> yes. Uh, that he is in it because his voice is the, uh, the, yeah, it's the fourth one he's not in. Oh. His voice is the uh, the voice of the roller coaster. So it's just oh, his voice, So it's just but... his voice in the third one. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Um, but there's all these... Going back to this movie, there's all these, like... And I hate this part of it. There's all these little references to the 180, which is really mm-hmm. significant from the first movie it was flight 180 they were on highway 180 it was the first year anniversary i mean it's this whole it's this whole thing and we'll get into the desk but i've got more to, to, to talk about this part where i have an issue with this but we'll get into that a little later so anyway um first one to die is evan the, the rich kid who just won the lottery um my thought is i win the lottery i don't go back to my shithole apartment yeah really that I probably share with rats and cockroaches. That place was a piece of shit. I would be like in the hotel at the Waldorf or I don't know. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, if I just won the lottery and I lived in a shithole like that, I think I'd be, yeah, definitely getting a hotel and living it up. <laughs> Instead, he just goes shopping. And comes back and eats takeover like uh, leftovers that are in his fridge. Yeah, right. Like you're not like you're like you're suddenly flush with more cash you could ever spend in you know several like I don't know years, and all of a sudden you're like I'm I'm gonna eat those leftovers in my fridge. No takeout for me. (laughs) Responsibility. 
no food waste. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to fry up fish sticks, which is just yeah. <laughs> sorry. so gross. And I do love, okay, I, so I do love the voicemail where all the all the people are calling yeah. Not that he's a lottery winner. That's so true to life. I would just say, not that I've ever won lottery, but I can, I can feel like people would come out of the woodwork for no problem. <laughs> From what I understand, that does happen, yes. But now we go into the thing that Final Destination is what it's known for. The 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 trickum is basically, oh God, he's got his hand stuck down the drain. Is he, you know the garbage disposal going to cut his wrist off, or um, is he going to, you know, he puts metal in the microwave? Is the whole thing going to blow? Yeah, you know, the whole thing. Like where, it teases the audience. Well, like, is he gonna is he gonna die yes. this way, or is he gonna die that way, or is he gonna die a completely different way with that we haven't shown you yet? Which he ends up causing a fire because of his metal in the microwave and the fish sticks and blah, blah, blah. Um, and he has to get out. He doesn't try for the front door for some reason. I think it might be blocked by fire. I doubt it, though. I would jump through that fire. So he breaks open his window and goes down the fire escape, which won't go. Um, he ends up slipping on some low main that he, you know, thrown out the window because that's what you do with low main that you didn't want you throw it out the window instead of Absolutely. like your garbage yes. disposal. Mm-hmm. he totally deserves this death he slips on the low main he's like oh, he's okay no then that's when the fire escape decides to come crashing down into his face and through his well eye. actually it crashes down and it freezes and you think he's gonna be okay oh, doesn't right. it and then it finally like falls yes. the rest of the couple feet and then yeah. it impales him Yes. I, I think it's like a couple inches yeah. even. It's like, it's so close. Yes, that's what happens. Thank you. And he's like, oh. yeah. So let's get started with this death. <laughs> um, wow. Right through the eye. They got something about the eyes. I'm just mm-hmm. saying for this movie. Um, that one, This one doesn't bother me. I feel like he deserves this death. He's a total dick. Yeah, he is. I would say, I don't know if he's really like Chad level, but he's definitely an ass. Yeah, he's an ass. We're we're going to move on. So, <laughs> Meanwhile, while this is happening, um, Kim's trying to, Kim and Thomas both are trying to research Flight 180. Um, and Kim actually goes to seek out Clear, who's the only survivor from the Flight 180 accident. Uh, incident rather and we find that she's self checked her in she's checked herself into an insane asylum would we say like a it's like white padded walls and that's all that's in the room other than newspaper clippings yeah it's kind of like looks like an asylum yeah not sure or a ward yeah, Warren, I'm not sure how she's uh, safe in there, because one fire, she's locked in. All it would have cost was one fire, and she wouldn't have been able to get out, she would have died. So how's that safe, exactly? Good question, good question. Okay. Anyway, Clear doesn't want anything to do with her, but then she has a change of heart, she leaves anyway. Okay, whatever. While they're trying to visit Clear, um, they see... Kimberly sees another vision of pigeons and she just 
figures out that means Nora and Tim are going to get attacked by pigeons and die yeah. by the pigeons. Right. It's just hysterical. Because um, pigeons are killers. Yeah, you know, pigeons, they're known for their aggressive behavior and killer attitude. So we see Tim and Nora going to the dentist, which uh, I do think, I don't know, I'm just kind of amused by this. If I... If he uses the gas, my pants are down. We're not paying. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. He's such a dick, um, Tim. He's a little shithead. Yep. And originally they did want a, new, a nine-year-old to play Tim, uh, but they just thought it was too young for someone to be killed like that. I, you know, <laughs> children killer. You know, it doesn't. No such thing as too young, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't disagree. So, yeah, that's why he's a 15-year-old little shit that smokes and has a potty mouth and everything else. Um, But you see the pigeons, they're doing construction at the dentist's office. And, again, it's the whole, which one is going to be? You see the pigeons knocking on the glass while the dentist is trying to do the drill. So he ends up using the gas anyway. And that little mobile thing Mm -hmm. falls into his mouth, Mm -hmm. choking him, which I've been on gas even if they turn the gas up really high, you can still move your body. Yeah. You can still pluck yeah, it, that thing out of your mouth. It doesn't paralyze you. No, it gives you euphoria. I mean, that's all it is. And the more gas, the better. I mean, you'd still be able to pluck any, you know, move your body. Right. You'd still you know? be able to reach up with your hand. It's yes. not like they strap you down. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Nora's dealing with this fish tank that broke all of a sudden, it just cracked, and all the fish are dying i feel bad for the i fish. do too because they die so they get a church award church award for the fish <laughs> but apparently everything make it through the dentist okay and it's only until they see kimberly that says watch out for the pigeons that tim goes to chase after the pigeons and that's when the construction worker drops the plate glass on him so really it's kimberly's fault that he dies can we be honest here i mean basically that's why I was saying, or is there some force out there giving her these, vi- or is death giving her the visions, you know, to like play her right into what it wants? Maybe. Because she, her warning them usually seems to have the unwanted impact of them dying. True. Maybe death's like, you know what? car accident just too boring i want something more interesting <gasps> i know what i'm gonna do <laughs> ha, ha, ha. yeah i love it <laughs> yeah maybe who knows but it's enough that they were able to get everybody together uh at night they, well they see bloodworth too claire arrives she takes him to the morgue where they meet tony todd he says the only way to stop death is to create new life mm-hmm um, she suddenly gets this vision of driving a van and crashing it into a river. They think it could be the pregnant woman, which let's point of order here. The pregnant woman was behind them on the on ramp, but she was not in the fucking station. Like they only took this select group of people, right. but they remember her for being on the on ramp, which I don't know how they decided who was going to be at the station. Yeah. Weird as fuck. So they got to find Isabella. They they put an APB out of her white van that she was driving, and uh, they've got to find her. But in the meantime, they all get together uh, with at Thomas's apartment. Eugene is a skeptic. Uh, he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want anything to do. He doesn't want to stay with these people. He's out. 
Nora's still traumatized from seeing her child die. So they leave. And while they're securing the apartments, uh, Rory sees a hook, a shadow of a hook. Mm -hmm. And he's like, do you think this could mean something? Like Nora's going to die by a hook. So they call Nora and say, watch out for the man with a hook. Right. Well, in the elevator with them is a guy with prosthetic arms. Yeah, he's got like a like a milk carton full of them. <laughs> so she freaks out. And it's only when she freaks out that her, her brain right. gets caught on one of the hooks. Like if they hadn't warned her, she'd probably be fine. Right, right. What happens here? Does her head get caught between the her, doors? Is that what it is? Um, how does that work? Yes. The elevator tries to go up, but Nora is choked by the elevator doors. That's right. right. And the blood goes everywhere. She's decapitated. It's pretty great. <laughs> Which I, I do like this one because it reminds me of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do like that. I do like the decapitated elevator death. I think this could possibly happen. I don't know. What do you think? Uh... I'm pretty sure no that they have like uh, safety precautions and shit in there so that that doesn't happen. I mean, the doors would never close on your head like that. Damn it. <laughs> okay, well, we're zero for three so far. Let's just say that. All right. Um, so Eugene is going to stay with him now. Now he believes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cop find one of the cops finds Isabella. They pull her over, put her in prison. Not sure why, but okay. Um, her water breaks. So the cop is going to take her to the hospital. Meanwhile, Eugene, uh, cats, Rory, clear, way too many people on the yeah. car. I mean, it's not safety. There's not enough safety belts. Thomas, Kim, they're all in Kat's vehicle um, trying to drive to this police station where they think Isabella is still being held. And they accidentally, they're talking as they're doing this, and they're talking about here's where my problem is. They talk about their near-death experiences. Uh, Eugene was a teacher, and he was sent to another school. Uh, the teacher that took his place died two days later that he was supposed to be at mm-hmm. um cat was in a bus that was going to be going to a b and e uh b and b not a b and b and b but it killed the girl on the way so it kept her from going to the b b and b terry oh yeah which we know is terry rory was in paris tripping on acid when he saw keir smith's character that carter die and it freaked him out so much he didn't go into this theater that had a you know that had a fire Mm -hmm. and uh thomas had had to go to sean william scott's train wreck and if he'd gone with his partner he would have died like his partner died i mean so it's all this connected yeah which here's my problem why the fuck would death wait a year to kill right exactly death was not that patient in the first Mm -hmm. movie they were all gone within like a week. Yeah, or two. death immediately started trying to cor- like correct what had happened, and so why after finishing correcting, like it? The only thing that makes me think is that it would like if it corrected, but then it had all of these new people to correct that it stopped because it couldn't get 
to clear and then it couldn't keep going because it couldn't get past clear. So then it had to come back and give Kimberly these visions so that it could t- bring her to clear so they could have a chance at clear so that it could clear and kill the rest of them. I like it. Yes. I like it. That's better than the actual movie anyway. Yes. No, I agree. <laughs> um... Yeah, so as they're driving, uh, Cat's tire pops. They almost hit Isabella's van, but their car goes out of control, and they crash. Log goes to the side, pinning Cat to her seat across. I think it's across her lap. Um, And then there's a PVC pipe through the back of her headrest. Um, Eugene gets hurt where he can't breathe, so they they have... um, some farmers arrive. They call 911. Eugene goes to the hospital. A camera crew fucking arrives. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know where. What the fuck? Before, before they can even work the jaws of life. And um, he was going to hit one of the, the farmer's kids, but Rory saves him out of the way. Um, he you know throws him out of the way of the speeding car. Um, the firemen, this is one of my favorite parts. Cat's smoking one of her little, um, there's like cigarellas. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, they look like cloves or whatever. But um, as the firemen are using Jaws of Life, and I love this part, Cat's like, can you please not do this so loud? Mm-hmm. And the firemen's like, okay, I'll put it on quiet mode. And then the very next thing he hits it, he must have hit the airbag somehow because it throws Cat's head back in the PVC piping, killing yep. yep. her immediately sad i love cats she drops her cigarette into a gas line (laughs) which then explodes a barbed wire fence which catapults into air slicing rory into like four pieces nice maybe three pieces again the slicing of body parts reminds me of Resident Evil. I wonder if Resident Evil watched this movie. Well, a guy I don't think so, because Earth Resident up. Evil did it way better. So. No, they did do it way better. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wonder which came first. I'd have to look that up. I don't remember what I thought Resident, Resident, Resident Evil came, came out before up. this movie. Didn't Resident Evil come out in like 99 know. or 98 or something? I'd have to check to be sure. Uh, I don't think 99, you think? Yeah, I think so. Let me look but I'm not, I mean, I'm not 100% me all, sure. Like, no, not Reservoir Dogs. Resident Evil. 2002. 2002. Okay, so it did come out before this movie. So it came out a year still. before this. So I'm going to say Resident Evil influenced this movie. There you go. <laughs> but they did it crappier. Yeah. <laughs> they did it crappier. So Eugene's at the hospital. Um, Cat's dead. Rory said We got rid of them pretty quickly. That was great. I think they realized they were running out of time. Um, <laughs> Claire Thomas and Kimberly go to the hospital, and then Kimberly gets these visions of this Dr. Kalarjian supposedly choking Isabel. Which, what sense does that make? Let's doctors do no harm. So, um, the baby's fine, Isabel's baby's born. Um, Everyone thinks they're they're saved. Stupidity. Clear goes yeah. to tell Eugene the good news. And because of a leaky oxygen tank and a uh, spark, blows them both up. Mm-hmm. So finally, death gets clear. 
Kimberly finally realizes that the visions aren't about her, so she's got to die and be brought back to life. And that's when Kalarjian comes in. So she takes the news van, crashes into the river, dies. Kalarjian, an ER doctor, CPRs, not chokes her, back to mm-hmm. life. Hence, new life, supposedly. Everything's happy. Thomas and Kimberly are happy together. They're invited to that farmer's house, the one that Rory's Rory saved the kid mm-hmm. of. They're having a barbecue. And the farmer explains how Rory saved their son and it was so great and then we see the barbecue blow up uh and the arm landing right on the table yes the son the son gets killed by the death barbecue and the arm lands right on the table in front of his mom right so this whole thing of the intervening death rory intervened against his death but it came back around it skipped yeah that's that's something from the first movie. It skipped him. Kimberly didn't die with her friends because Thomas saved her. So it skipped her. I mean, it's this whole thing of skipping. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, the movie has ended. And I'm loving to hear your thoughts. Because I know how much hate you have right now for me picking this. No, I, I gave you my thoughts, I believe, already. I okay. already said... Um, the deaths were still ridiculously unrealistic. I still didn't care if the characters lived or died. Um, I was sad about Cap. I we talked about the physics in the log truck, and we talked about how I thought death laws were stupid, and and where the premonitions <laughs> coming from. I already I already talked about everything. Okay. I uh, some things I do like I, like I said they try to keep try to keep it it's the last one they try to keep bring things in from the beginning uh the 180 stupid they do bring john denver back um they try to tie it in with the original movie like with how they were saved they were intervened by um for cat for example she was on her way to a and b on the bus which i can't see cat ever riding a bus uh-huh. but that's between here and there um, and technically, Terry's death intervened in all of their deaths, right. which I don't know. I, 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 they tried to stay true, but this is the last one they actually tried to do that. Um, any other trivia? Let me think here. Uh, I know there's some other trivia that I want. Uh, oh, they bring the number 13 in this one, which I don't remember that in the first movie at all, but that's okay, though. Um... Mm-mm. Oh, the pigeon. There is a myth that when a bird hits your window, then somebody you know is going to die. Have you ever heard of that myth no. before? Okay, I haven't either. Um, I just thought that was uh, interesting. And what kind of... You are the car person. What kind of car was um, Evan driving? How did I get to be the car person? Because you know cars. I don't remember cars. what oh car God. Evan was driving. Hold on a second. Sorry, Zoe woke up. Can you hear her? No. Hi, I'm sorry. Did I lock you out? Yes, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. He's got this badass car with his Phoenix on it. Like he's going to burn in a fire. I just thought that was kind of cute little nod. Mm. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. I mean, all the trivia, they have trivia, but I don't give a shit about any of it, honestly. None of it really exciting trivia. 
Uh, the sweatshirt. No, that's not exciting either. Fuck it. Uh, should we just get to rating? Yeah, let's. Uh, oh wait, did we character? talk about like how many how many deaths do we have in this movie? Okay, so there's about ten. Oh, okay, so this is just a very mediocre on the um, homicide scale. Yeah, you think deaths would be better than that? Yeah, you do. All right, so Hi. let's. Uh, and, oh, did we do favorite death? What's your favorite death? Yeah, what's your favorite? Um. Death? I think Clear's death is my favorite death. I'm just glad she's finally dead. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> um, let's see. Who's my favorite death? Um, I love a good elevator decapitation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm going to say one from the premonition. And even though it's technically not a real death, but it was, you know, the premonition death. And that's when the log goes through uh thomas's car window and you see his brain out the other end that was my favorite mm-hmm. can we count that mm-hmm. okay cool because even though it really didn't happen they did have to set it up and air, you know film it so shall we rain get the fuck out of here before you kill me why am i killing you i don't know because i made you watch this movie it was fine it was just the dumb movie I had to watch. That's what I say every time, so. Exactly. All right, what's your rating? Oh, um, all right. I will give this a three and a half. I'm going to go a little higher. Like I said, I actually enjoy it. I um, This is one of the only ones that I will actually watch, you know, over um, of the series. I mean, I own all five, of course, but this is one of the only ones that I will watch, watch watch again and over again um so i'm gonna go about a 6.254 because i actually enjoy it i like that they tried to stay they tried to plot they tried i'm giving them an a for effort basically a for effort guys a for effort guys (laughs) it's so sad that's pathetic i know shut up Um, and I love the fan fiction. I know we talked about this before, but there's so much on go to fanfiction.net, uh, fanfiction.net rather. The crossovers are fucking amazing. This is where you have like the My Little Pony, mm. the the Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Why High School Musical. over the age of 10 say Pokemon correctly? What is it How do you about say it? that word? Pokemon. Pokemon? Yes. What did I say? Pokemon. Pokemon. Everybody says Pokemon. Pokemon. I'm like, I don't understand why no adult can say Pokemon correctly. Because it's for kids. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so there's a lot of great crossovers. So go check it out. Okay. Unless you want me to read one. No, right now. that's all right. Um, okay. I didn't think I was so. just wondering if you found any particularly good ones that you wanted to read the titles or descriptions of. Well, you know, there is some of the My Little Pony ones that's Pinkie Pie's Premonition. And I feel like that could be a good one. She could feel it. She could feel it in her bones, the shivers and chills that rose up her spine along with her shaking legs and ears that wouldn't go up as if afraid. She knew something was wrong to happen and it was going to happen fast. Some pony or some ponies were going to die. Oh, man. And they actually have a little art. You know what's funny? They actually have a little art that they did. And the art's kind of cute. It's like this dead-eyed pony. It's pretty good, actually. Really? I think the art's probably better than the fucking story. Oh, man. 
yeah but it's pretty great uh, artwork for pinkies awesome. pinkie pies premonition awesome. so that's where i was at and that was on fanfiction.net you said that's fanfiction.net mm, yep awesome everybody should check that out for sure <laughs> all right so we are part of the morbidly beautiful podcast network morbidlybeautiful.com is your home for all things horror and that includes podcasts we've got a link in the show notes for our podcasts and all the podcasts that appear on the network um we are on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify anywhere that handles podcasts we are there um and we are free and uh we are on social media instagram facebook twitter at podcast at night um if you'd like to support us but you don't have a lot of bread we get it we don't either you can go to uh apple podcasts and leave us a five-star review and if you do that and screenshot it and send it to podcast at night at gmail.com we will send you a free vinyl sticker um, if you would like to support us and you do have some dough lying around, we also have a Threadless store where you can get merch. You can get clothing, um, cell phone cases, bags, housewares, all kinds of stuff, even a shower curtain. And uh, so you should definitely go check that out. There, That'll be a link in the show notes as well. And so that'll be it for me. So I'll say um, this is chaos saying goodbye and stay bloodthirsty, friends. This is Carnage saying goodbye. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of purring cats. <laughs> <laughs> He's always looking at me like I'm crazy right now. I bet. <laughs>